financial independence, curing cancer, and how to run a Facebook ad all in one conversation. Stay tuned for more. Once again, welcome back to Opportunity Knocks. My name is Dean Miller, and I will be your host as usual. And today, not that we have a shortage of guests on the guest list, but we pushed everybody back to have our first returning guest for an incredible cause. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, I will not give you every one of his titles. We will get to them as we go through. But here he is, the one and only Charles Weinraub. Charles, thank you so much for coming back. As always, we appreciate it. Love being here, man. I love you guys. So Charles is one of those people that when he asks you to do something, um, you don't even think about saying no. You just say where, when, how fast. It's kind of like being in the military when the drill instructor <laughs> says jump. You don't. You don't ask. You just say. You just say how high. Um, as many of you who've listened to our show or know anything about me know, philanthropic endeavors are something that drive me to uh, to achieve my goals to make a difference for other people. Charles by for embodies that. There's there's nothing this guy doesn't do, all in for the benefit of other people. And yes, while he runs some amazing businesses, he actually has a heart of gold and he's probably too humble to admit it sometimes. And there's not much humility in this guy, let's face it, right? <laughs> um, he, he is a big show. But we are back together, working together. I, I am honored to be back on another team working with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for Long Island chapter uh, with the goal of raising an insane amount of money this year. And this is the guy who's going to lead the way for almost 20 people for their Man and Woman of the Year event. Everyone's going to be looking at Charles's back the entire way. Nobody's going to catch him. And as we discussed yesterday, it's not about winning an event. It's about making a difference. But Charles, again, thank you so much for coming back and doing this. But let's, let's dive right into it. Um, you set a goal personally for your team to raise half a million dollars. Yes. And that would exceed the highest earnings during a man, woman, a year campaign here on Long Island. In the region, yes. In the region. Um, at our first meeting, I laughed at him and said, you've got no guts, you got to raise that goal. <laughs> and he kind of blinked at me and without using any obscene hand gestures, basically told me to go, let's just say pounce in. Uh, <laughs> but you took on a project and came up with an idea to run an event here on Long Island that potentially could be life-changing, not only for the people who are going to get the money from this event, the, the LLS chapter, but for the people who attend it. Yeah. And the people that are involved in it, it's just, um, I guess I'm trying to remember, think about how this came about. I was like, all right, great. We're going to do this. How are we going to do it? And then started thinking about LLS and we did a, a podcast, little boy of the year. We brought one of the Islanders on. It was like just super powerful and very rewarding. I thought to myself, how do we just, you know, 20, a hundred X this whole thing. And I started thinking about long Island. And I started thinking, I'm like, you know what, for it's 2020, so much opportunity, so much connectivity. And yet we don't, we talk to each other less, right? We're, we're not to be political because I'm not political. Um, I feel like we're a people or a country or an island divided. I couldn't agree with you more. I think we're a nation divided. It's people have the ability to connect so easy now, yet we've never, we've never talked less. We've, we've never built, helped each other less. We've built more and more walls around ourselves. It, it's crazy. And then as far as the educational system goes, not to knock traditional education, we, in Long Island, we have great schools, but they don't teach you financial freedom. They don't teach you how to get out of that nine to five. They don't teach you anything different. It's the same thing. So I said to myself, how does Long Island come together, help an unbelievable cause to help each other all at the same time, get to a better place? Because Long Island's not in a great place, in my opinion. No. Taxes are very high. Kids are leaving, right? Religious institutions are shutting down. Baby boomers are leaving. Aging population. Long Island is unwilling to help itself and help each other. So how do we essentially start that initiative? So while LLS is massive, what we're doing is even is on another level. It's, it's, it's about Long Island and all everything, all the money that comes from it goes to an unbelievable cause. So let's, let's talk about what the, the brilliant idea that you came up with that not only raises money for a phenomenal cause that does so many good things, even outside of its own, its own, uh, its own desire to cure leukemia and blood cancers, but they've actually contributed to outside causes with the research that they've done, which is yes. one of the reasons why 
I'm, I'm so obsessed with doing work with them is that they're not only taking the research that they're gathering around the world to cure leukemia and blood cancers, but they're learning things that are solving problems in other areas as well, which is phenomenal. So you came up with this brilliant idea to take your expertise in the world of real estate. Mm -hmm. And everybody who listens knows I've been on the sales end of it for 20 plus years. You're on the investment side. You do fix and flips. You're doing, let, let's talk a little bit about the event. So you mm -hmm. came up with the idea to run this event that's happening when? May 17th. At the Tilla Center. At the Tilla Center here on Long Island and CW Post. Yes. Uh, and you've built a great organization of people for your team for this fundraising campaign of yes. about 20 people? Yes. Okay. And I, I just want to give everybody the big picture, all the listeners, the big picture of what we're doing. So we've got these 20 people, powerhouses of their industries. Yes. Many of them tied to real estate because that's what we do and who we know. And it's it's who most of our friends are because we're just obsessed with what we do. Yes. Um, but you came up with this idea to create an event. And let, let's dive into it and talk all about this event. What is the purpose of it? Who's going to be there? Who benefits from attending? So obviously, real estate investing, I think everybody should invest in real estate, but there's a number of different ways you can do that. The problem is the educational sources that are out there either aren't that great or are and are unbelievably expensive. And I constantly hear, I teach continuing education uh, to realtors 3.75 hours for free once a month. Right. And realtors come up to me like, hey, I spent $50,000 on a boot camp and I learned more in the last <clears throat> two hours with you than I have yep. for all that money and all that time. So I said to myself, how do, we, how do we help these people? How do we provide quality education that expands their mind and gives them an alternative to what they're doing now and allows people in the real estate community to leverage their knowledge and relationships to invest in real estate? Because right? most people within our industry do not have a 401k or, or a, no. an IRA and it, protecting their own financial future is 100 dependent on how much they're willing to go to work. And that's everybody. Nobody, nobody teaches you how to invest. Yep. Nobody teaches. The government is not taking care of you people. They're not taking care of anybody. We have to figure out a way on our own or collectively to, to solve that problem. And it's really not, in my opinion, the government's responsibility to take care of us. It's I agree. So this is one way to do that. And we have the best, in the best of the best in every asset class in real estate. And they are unbelievably successful. None of them really have to work at this point anymore if they didn't want to, but they love it. And they're going to share step-by-step step what they do. There's no upsell in this. They're not selling programs. They're going to tell you what they do intimately, day in and day out, that has made them independently wealthy. Financially independent. That's it. And that's what? it. And that's as they define it. Exactly. Because I talk about goals and dreams with people all the time. And I say, you know, ultimate financial freedom and independence. There's not a set number for that. Everybody's different. Yep. You know, you look at a guy like Warren Buffett who lives in the same house for how many years and yep. drives the same car for so many years. He doesn't need his billions to live his lifestyle. Yeah. You look at other people who say, no, I want to live in a $2 million house and have a $3 million boat and drive you know, yeah. $100,000 cars. God bless whatever you define it as. And, I, and that's part of what I love about the, the inner circle of people. I, it's the wrong phrase because that, that sep diff separates people. But that the group of people that you brought together, I don't know a lot of them personally. I know of several of them. And I'm starting to get to know more and more as a result of what we're doing here. Yet another reason why what you're doing has been so, so fantastic for so many people is I'm building my own network by trying to bring them in here to the studio to share what they know so that we can promote how to raise money and how to, how to cure cancer. And, and I, there's no other way to look at it. Um, but let people define it for themselves. There's no right and wrong. You know, some guy needs a million dollars in the bank to live yeah, forever. Another guy needs a hundred thousand dollars to do it. it. It all depends on who you are, where you're from. Um, and, and I'm going to circle back around because I agree with you hundred percent. I think the, and people have heard me say it and it's one of the soapboxes I will stand up on. I think the education system in this country is so broken for so many reasons. And I was, I was down in Florida a couple of weeks ago to see my dad and I saw that they announced that they're pulling common core, which is, was a nightmare, <clears throat> a nightmare and a disaster. Why do we need to take 74 steps to add two plus two? Uh, and for those of you out there who have kids who go to schools that have common core, you'll, you'll agree with me because we can't figure out the goddamn word questions when it comes to math. Simplicity is taken. They've, they've taken the education system and said, it's all about how we keep getting funding from the government yeah. and maintain our standards as teachers. And 
standardized tests do nothing but benefit the institution and not, not the student. And that's a, that's a damn shame. I think more and more schools need to go that route of saying, how do we build basic business education? You know, still to this day, yep. the average college graduate, not that we balance checkbooks the same way we did when we had a paper checkbook and a register in it, but they don't know how to balance a checkbook. They look at their bank account and say, yeah, I got money in it. I can go spend it. Not realizing that they got payments due and auto pays and all the other things. So we need to create uh, business programs in school for kids and, and take some of those math classes and make them about how to become financially independent. What is a credit card? What is interest? What is an APR? What's yep. a mortgage? Um, basic knowledge that too many people, if more people knew that at a younger age, you'd have more homeowners building equity in their houses at a much younger age. Yeah. Cause you don't need that 20% down payment. That's those days are long gone. Um, so let's get back to, I digress. Let's get back to it. Let's talk a little bit about some of the people who are presenting at this, at the Long Island real estate revolution, as it's being called. So let me just touch on this real quick. The great thing about real estate is this, it could be anything you want it to be. It right. could be as big as you want it to be. It could be as small as you want it to be. It could be the ultimate weekend side hustle where um, you sell four or five houses a year as a realtor and you're a teacher and you don't have to work summer school it could be you want to buy one rental property a year for 10 years and replace your income. It could be you want to flip 100 houses a year. It could be you want to own a private equity fund. It could be whatever you want it to be. But the issue is we live in an instant gratification society and people don't want to wait. You need the foundation, the educational foundation, and you need it from the right people, not the yeah. people that are trying to get money out of you that are selling some kind of product that may be good or bad, right? I'm not here to judge those people or whatever. Right. But the point is, is, as it goes with this event, Let's say you want to get into real estate, but you don't know what avenue you want to take. We have the best of the best in every avenue within real estate that is going to spark your interest. You're going to learn a lot. You're going to support a great cause. If you're a realtor, you're going to get eight hours of continuing education credit. And it's going to say, you know what? I never thought about doing tax liens or non-performing notes or this or that. But now I want to get into it because this is a process. You know, nobody wakes up and says, I know exactly what I want to do. I'm going to do this. And they take it. And they do that forever. It's very few and far between. So we have speakers like myself. I'm going to be talking about in-depth fix and flip analysis, one to four family rental analysis, because that's a very powerful model. And it's very easy for people to get into and attain and really change their life. But even the most experienced guys that I meet are missing a lot of the equation. And they think they're getting returns of 12%. And they're really getting returns of 6%. And they mm -hmm. don't know why. They're not sure. I have a lot of practical knowledge. I've flipped over 300 houses in the last five years, and I have a tremendous education through Carl Chavon, my mentor, and now NYU's master program. So I'm An really- another, another speaker at the event. Yes, yep. exactly. So I'm going to talk about that. I'm talking about raising private money because everybody thinks private money is the hardest part of this whole ordeal. As a matter of fact, it's the easiest. Yep. Contractors are the hardest part of this whole ordeal. So we're going to teach you in depth about how to raise money, how to analyze one to four family rentals, how to analyze fix and flip properties. You got Billy Alvaro, who is an absolute powerhouse, a charismatic guy, animal wholesaler, real estate investor, now getting into commercial stuff. This guy, I, I toured his operation yesterday. It's amazing. It's a machine. He works 12 hours a week now, and he works on, other, on his actual business, and he works on other stuff because he has seven, eight, 10 guys bringing in leads, scrubbing them, meeting people, signing up deals. This guy has it down to a science with direct mailer that he targets and he quantifies everything with different phone numbers and URLs. And he has, um, he calls your phone and goes directly to voicemail to leave you a message. Like it's nuts. The stuff he's going to teach you, he's going to teach you how to generate thousands of qualified leads a year to close over 150 deals a year in the hardest place in the world to do anything. And to explain the, the, the position of giving and camaraderie in the world. Yeah. Billy technically is a direct competitor of your business, correct? We were laughing about that today. And that's what he's, people are calling him up. He's had, he said in the last two days, he's had a half a dozen conversations from people that said, why would you help out Charles? You're his competition. Yeah. Which is the most, which is conventional thinking, yet the most backwards way to approach life. And I'm glad you used that choice of words because that's exactly what this is about. The days of conventional thinking have to be thrown out the window. Yep. There, I, I think I said it with, with Dan on our, our last podcast. There is no competition. Yes, there's 29,000 people who are members of our local board of realtors, which means technically all 29,000 people are out there looking to do the same thing, which means we're competition. But 82 to 84% of all the homes that are put on the market are sold by a different 
a different agent other than the one who actually got the listing. Yep. Therefore, there are coworkers. You have to embrace that. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm. It's part of what I love about Dan's generation and that this younger generation that's coming into our industry finally, um, is that you come from a position of we need to do this. We need to help make a difference. Not we need to do this for the sake of being right or wrong or beating anybody else but making it so embracing the fact that we're all part of a bit, a bigger problem and a bigger solution. The simple fact of the matter is this collectively together in every business, any charity event, anything in life, we will go more, we will go farther and accomplish more together than we will alone. Amen. I, we're going to, we're going to pull this off and we're going to raise a million dollars and we're going to shatter every national record. I didn't do that. Right. I didn't. A group of 10 exceptional team, 20 exceptional team members, 10 exceptional presenters, and the hundreds, if not thousands of people that donated and came to this event, we did this yeah. together. It's that simple. And every single person who graces us in that theater yep. on May 17th, yes, the 2,200 seats yes. that we will sell every single one of those seats and yes. donate. And, and to make this clear again to the listeners, 100% of the net proceeds of this event are going directly to LLS. Yes. Uh, there's a cost to rent the theater. None of the speakers are getting paid. Nope. We're basically, our costs are how we're getting the word out there and the space that we have. Yeah. So a huge percentage of what is, is brought in in revenue that day is going to get donated as a lump sum to LLS as part of this man, woman of the year. Uh, uh, I don't want to say competition. Fundraising. Fundraising yeah, effort. Fundraising. Thank yeah. you. I got, listen, I, I, I fall down <laughs> rabbit holes. I have these brain farts <laughs> once in a while. I forget what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm about three hours ahead in our conversation because yes. I know we've got to squeeze it into a short amount of time. Um, so to get back to your point, yeah, absolutely. We all have to collaborate together. We're going to make history. We're going to pull off the, what everybody would think is the impossible. And just to get back to the speakers, to, to touch on yeah, how amazing please. they are, when you're talking about realtors, we have Brian Karp. So, and, and the cool thing about all this is, listen, none of us are celebrities. We might be right. very well known in our little microcosm yep. of a world, but we're going to pull this off as Long Island, not as this celebrity or that celebrity. So Brian Karp has an amazing story. He's been through everything. I mean, dyslexic. He had a great quote the other day where he said, uh, since he's dyslexic, it took him nine hours to take his SATs. And in 2019, he sold almost $90 million in residential real estate yeah. made up of 205 houses. So he is an unbelievable success story. Yep. He, everybody said he wouldn't amount to anything. And, and he uses all that money to buy rental properties and he's essentially taken care of at this point. So he is going to teach every agent out there while you're getting eight hours of continuing education credit, what he does step-by-step step to sell 205 houses a year. Right. And this is not Brian coming on to pitch in, to use Brian in particular. He's not coming on for an hour to pitch a coaching program, a mentor program. Nothing. This is Brian literally walking in saying, here's my books, have at it. Yep. Um, and, doubt. and I haven't had the chance to get to meet Brian or get to know him. I know of him because if yeah. you do, if you sell real estate on Long Island, you know, you him. don't know who Brian is. You're yeah. probably really living under a really big rock. Uh, and then that's the case. You might want to stop practicing real estate and actually start producing. Uh, I, I love that phrase. What do you do for a living? I practice real estate. I said, well, good. When are you going to get, <laughs> when are you going to get off the sidelines and onto the field and actually play the game? Uh, and Brian is one of those guys who. <sighs> who leads the way he's, yeah. he's the LeBron James, the Tom Brady uh, of, of his, of his field. And we all, I don't want to say we all aspire to be him, but if you're not inspired by him and his yeah. story, uh, you know, I know, I know about Brian yeah. and, and I, I really look forward to the day where I get to sit down and, and build that relationship with him. Cause this, that's a big part of what this is all about as well. It's, it's yeah. not just raising the money for today, but how can we continue to move that forward? It's amazing. He's amazing. The people that have come out to support that I don't even know that came out of left field that have been calling me yeah. is just, it's, it's really unbelievable. Um, to go down the line of speakers, we have Carl Chavone. So Carl Chavone, uh, seven years ago, I walked, everyone said, Charles, you can't flip a house. I walked into the East Coast Rhea. I met Carl Chavone. I trained with him for two years. And um, after that, I've, you know, I've, what, 300 houses in the last five years. So he took me from not even knowing what a house was to, being one of the biggest guys around, if not the biggest guy around. So he's going to talk about construction because that's really the hardest part. He's done anything and everything within residential real estate, but he's going to talk about construction specifically, managing the process, vetting contractors, pricing, et cetera. He's just a saint of a person. Yeah. And that, that's another thing too. It's not about the people are brilliant. Yes. But who they are as people is really why they're there on top of that. Not, not to, 
pat you on the back too much, but that's a big reason why you are where you are. You know, in the, in the year that we've known each other, if it's even that long yet, um, you know, good things happen to good people. I'm a, I've said it before. I'm a huge believer in karma. Um, when you do the right thing, doing, doing the right thing is always the right thing. Yep. And, always. and I, I look at, and then, and then you take another line saying you become the average of the people you surround yourself with. Yeah. And it, it's why I make the effort to hound you from time to time and have a conversation because I know it raises my level. And I'm honored to say that I've been able to bring something to the table to you to kick you in the ass, to make you do something. And I look on, and look what yeah. it's done for you. And we're going to touch on as in any and every episode of the show, we're going to touch on social media, Yeah, but you're becoming, you know, we talk about being that, that celebrity in the bubble, but yeah. your bubble is growing Yeah, and there's a reason for that. And it's not because people necessarily want stuff for you. Corey, pick up your phone. You just dropped it on the floor. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the camera rolling this way once in a while. We get you on those blooper reels um, and we're back <laughs> and don't edit that out. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> um, but it, it's, you know, it's not sit around the campfire, drink the Kool-Aid and Kumbaya. We're all out there busting our ass and yeah. we drive each other every day. And it's yeah. not competition. It's like some days I know I got to push you up the hill and other days I know I'm going to need someone to push me up the hill. And whether it's you or any one of the other 20 people that are around us, we work so well as we're working better and better as a unit every day that we've been doing this. So keep rolling. So um, we wanted to touch basically on everything. So Carl's doing handling the construction, Billy Arvaro, Brian Carp. Then we have, I love these guys. They're great. I had them on my podcast not that long ago. Uh, Chris Grenzig and John Cohen. They're coming in hopefully next week to, to, to be with us. Awesome. They're 27 and 32. John Cohen is the founder of Toro Capital Partners, which is a $500 million multifamily fund. And, and how old is he? Say it again. He's 32. Gotta love it. 32 years old. These guys are going to take you in depth on how I mean, they, they, they raise private money. Like they, they flew to Israel on 24 hours notice to pitch 350 Israeli investors to raise God knows how many hundreds of thousands of dollars to go buy like, you know, 500 units or something crazy in Jacksonville. Now they're buying mobile home parks. These guys are going to tell you where they came from, how they got there and step-by-step step how you can do what they do with little or no money by raising money and making money the entire time. Are they both Long Island guys? Both Long Island guys. Yeah, see? Both Long Island guys. This is all about Long Island up in Long Island. And they still live here. Yes. And they live here. They don't invest here, but they do live and, here. And I was, and I was just gonna say, and, and the overwhelming, if not majority, if not all of their business is outside uh, of Long Island. Southeast and Midwest. So they're taking their profits and they're coming back to Long Island, yep. contributing to our ridiculous tax structure here, yeah. but making a difference and bringing value to the people who are here. Without a doubt. I mean, their stories are great where they came from uh, John Cohen started buying uh, right after the crash, started buying tax deeds in Philadelphia for a thousand dollars, five hundred dollars each. It was it was crazy. They have great, 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 great stories. Um, then we have Diana Lilo. She is an absolute powerhouse businesswoman. She is amazing. Um, ID designs. She is an she is a designer, but on another level. Yeah. She essentially teaches people. This isn't about open up your floor plan, put in a white kitchen gray floors, et cetera. This is about elevating your brand, your business through design and every aspect of that. And she's going to drop some gems. I've heard some of the topics she wants to talk about. You, like nothing you've ever, ever heard. We have Jordan Kyrick. This guy is a mad scientist. Now there's parts of real estate that I know a decent amount about, but everybody wants to know about it. And it's, it's very elusive. And that's non-performing notes, tax liens, and tax deeds. This gentleman is surgical. He is a mad scientist when it comes to this kind of stuff. So if you have any interest in really understanding the ins and outs of non-performing notes, tax liens, and tax deeds, you are going to love what he has to tell you because I haven't heard it anywhere else. When I sit down in front of him and he starts running his mouth, I'm blown away every single time. One of the things I'd like about a lot of the conversations we've had about who the speakers are is, you know, an outsider looking in can listen to a lot of this and say, man, this is just boring as all hell, or it's confusing, or it's math, and it frightens me. A lot of the people, since you announced who they were, I've started to do a lot of research because I, I want to know who they are. And I'm going to be an attendee at that event, you know, a paid ticket, sitting down, embracing and, and absorbing everything that I can. Um, but what I, what I love about it is there's a creativity a, and a personality behind each and every one of the speakers so far. 
that I, I don't want people to listen to this and say, ah, oh, that's boring or that's too difficult for me or I can't learn this. These are average people yep. who have put the time, the effort, and the buster ass work in yep. to become masters at what they do. Yeah. And it's not just because they listen to people who do exactly what they wanted to. All, all the speakers at this event have a common theme. It's all tied around four walls, a ceiling, and a floor. Uh, but they're all super creative and have learned how to take bits and pieces from what other people have done to put them in that position to become the successes that they are. They've all also been through their own personal hell to get where they are. None of this, like, if you've seen the Ferrari video that uh, Corey and Dean shot and produced, which is just unbelievable, not because I'm in it, but just in general, it is just such an unbelievable piece of, of media production. There's the smoke and mirrors bullshit of Instagram life. And then there's the reality. And the reality is very simple. You could have anything you want. That's right. But are you willing to bleed for it? That's right. I stand up in front of crowds and I say, listen, the good news is I'm going to tell you guys, I'm, I'm XYZ person. I've done all these things in five years. Am I patting myself on the back? No. Do I think I'm the most special person in the world? Yeah. Do I think I'm special? Yes. But you know what it is? Five years ago or eight years ago or six years ago, I knew less than any of you in this room. And, and let's take it back, not to be repetitive from our first episode, but give us the 30-second history on Charles Weinraub and your, your professional career. How'd you, how'd you get into this? So I, uh, I owned a body shop called Mako, uh, but I get Mako for 10 years when I was 27, I opened when I was 23. When I was 27, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And, someone's, and I'm like, that's it. I want to be a professional investor. But I had to find my way through. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a professional investor? I went, I took a class on real estate. I liked it. I joined the local RIAs. I met Carl and I grinded seven days a week for two years, three years before I ever got a deal. And the entire time, everybody's telling you, you can't do it. My parents are amazing. And they're super supportive. But what we do on a daily basis, if you're going to really change your life and be non-conventional, it's not that people want to shit on you. They just don't understand. So they're not trying to be negative. They just care about you. And they have, they have their own internal fear yes, for you. Exactly. And we've all got to learn. And, and I'm going to be as me as I can be. They've all got to learn to mind their own fucking business once in a while. Yeah. No, I understand what you're saying. I do. I do. But, you know, and, I, and that comes within certain parameters. They, they want for you to listen, as, as a parent, I want safety and security for my children. Yes. Taking conventional wisdom and saying what's safety and security. If they don't ever try something, they're never going to have a chance to fail. And if you never fail, you're never going to learn. And you grow up to be a robot who dies at seventy years old, living a life of regret. Yes, but stop living with regret. But that's what they've been taught. It's also a generational thing. Understood. You know, it's it's a generational thing. So I and that's a big thing that I say to people. I was like, listen, and and I had this about ten years ago, and I think every everybody goes through it where there's a changing of the guards between you and your parents where you kind of become the adult and in a way they become the child. And as much as you look up to your parents and you think that they're gods and they know everything, there comes a point in time where you realize they don't. And that's not a bad thing because their reality from 1960 is not your reality in 2020. Exactly. And they did the best they can and I'm sure they did an amazing job, but with progress in anything, it's time for the next generation. Yeah. So there comes a time where you have to say, I listen and appreciate what you're saying, but that's not my reality. And, and they've, got, go this and path. they've got to accept that. And I'm going to go encourage it. And I'm going to go this path. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing. You, you, have to, you, have to stop, you have to stop giving a shit about what other people think and just go through the process. And you're going to mess up and you're going to fail. You have to like that though. Yeah. You have to embrace, you know, em embracing challenges in life and the insecurity that comes with them and the, the fear of loss. You know, there's a line I, I, I can't give credit because I don't know who it is, but pe more people operate from a position of fear of loss than they do the opportunity for gain. Mm -hmm. And that's paralyzing. No doubt. And, you know, I'm, I'm a gambler by nature. I, I have been most of my life down, down to, listen, I played poker for years and made a decent living at it uh, at, at worst. Uh, it's poker. I've told the story before. Poker is the reason why my wife has a ring on her finger. And we finally did get married after six years. Uh, and it's a, it's a great story that I love. And one day I'll just tell that story. We'll actually create a video about it, create our own little mini series, maybe just to show how good we are at this damn production thing. And I appreciate that compliment. Uh, Dean Miller media group, 
name to be determined, but yeah, coming soon. <laughs> um, all right, keep, keep rolling, keep rolling. I don't want to take our, so who else do we have? So uh, now we've decided to put together a, a powerhouse attorney panel where you have Dustin Cohen, who is an unbelievable attorney. He, he closed over, I think it was 276 of the dirtiest deals last year. So if you're an investor into short sales, um, foreclosures, I mean, he's seen it all and he's seen it in the boroughs and Long Island, which is the craziest place to do business. Anybody who does business in Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx, I mean. Some of the most cutthroat markets in the world. Man, and some of the biggest landmines that can financially cripple a person, that is his strong suit. Yeah. We have last year's man of the year and current regional record holder, Asof German. Yep. Excellent attorney, works with a ton of first-time home buyers, excellent networker, great businessman, good-hearted guy, raised over $465,000 last year. Credit to him because when you see somebody like that do something on that level, you realize what's really possible, that that anything is possible. We also have Chris Romano, excellent attorney as well, big distressed following, does a ton of investor work, very, very, very good attorney. Um, what we're also trying to do right now is put together like a celeb, essentially like a celebrity top broker panel with the big shots. We're talking to Sean Elliott, um, the gentleman f- from NetSeekers. Uh, who else are we talking to right now? Dottie Herman. We're trying to put together a panel of three or four real top, top notch. The legendary power players in the Long Island real estate market. The people who built the industry to what it is today. Yes. Some are phasing themselves out. Yes. A little bit because they've, they've put their time in, but you've got a handful of people who are also that, that kind of, I don't want to say the next generation, but those who are leading, leading the, the charge today. Yeah. So, so you are, you're going to learn about everything. You're going to learn about fix and flip rentals, multifamily, marketing, tax liens, tax deeds, design, legal, raising money, anything you need to know in order to get sales, anything you need to know to get into the real estate business. If you are curious about, you are going to learn. You're going to learn the intimate details of it, and you're going to learn it from the best of the best. And one big point here that I, I want to drive home is we're just doing this shit. Like, right. none of us know what the hell we're doing in the sense of an event like this. This is the first event I've ever done, and I'm never doing this again. <laughs> Don't ever say never, but I, I understand where you're coming from. Because it's consumed my life, and that's okay because we're going to make history. We're going to change the world on so many different levels through this, but we can't do it by ourselves. We need everybody to go out there and go to LIRealEstateRevolution.com and buy a ticket. You are going to change so many people's lives through this donation, but you, your life forever is going to be changed. And that's what, I, that's what I wanted to touch on is, okay, so here's what you have to give up. A couple bucks to get a ticket. And eight hours of your life. Eight hours of your life. Let's say 10 if you want to drive in from the boroughs, because we think this would have a huge impact on people who want to be in the real estate investment game who come from the boroughs. And hell, I, I got a friend from down in Florida who's got a sister in South Jersey. He's like, I'm buying a ticket and she's coming up. Nice. I said that that because he sees the value in in, in my network of people and, and trust me yep. when I put him in touch and showed him the list of people who were coming, he did his research and he's like, it's it'll be I hate to use the phrase game changer, but it will have the ability to change her life as someone who aspires. Yep. She, she dabbles in the real estate world now and literally dabbles, yep. but she wants to jump in head first. And this is the kind of thing that could trigger that. So when I think about who should be coming to this event, again, there's 2,200 seats. Yep. When you walk around and there's 29,000 realtors on Long Island, we've all spoken to somebody every year who says, how do I invest in real estate? Mm-hmm. Get those people on the phone, get them there. Get yourself there because as, as a real estate agent, the things you're going to learn on, on May 27th are going to be career changing for you because you will be able to provide education and value to your future clients, customers, consumers. So every real estate agent has an obligation to be there to learn this stuff, at least those who want to be professionals about what they do. Yep. Anybody who's ever expressed interest in getting into real estate investment, anybody who questions their own ability to become financially independent at some point in their life. And you know what? 60, 70 years old is not too old to get started. Yep. If you're willing to put the time of the effort in, if you're in high school and you're confused about where you want to go in the future, like I've said before, I was a professional college dropout for many years. I still have zero credits to my name. And we were debating, was it five or six times I dropped out? Had I known about stuff like this as a child, it would have 
given me an opportunity to say, I want in, or I don't want to be anywhere near it. Yep. And it took me 10, 15 years to learn those lessons uh, in, in my life. This can escalate the ability for you to grow and put your future in the hands of yourself and have complete control over it to put you in a position to win. Yeah. Like we were saying before, it can be as big or as little as you want it to be. But the simple fact of the matter is this. If you wake up every day and you are not happy with your job, or if you wake up every day and you are concerned about retiring, if you don't come to this event, you are not allowed to complain about your life. Amen. Because we are going to give you the secrets to doing this. And we're not trying to sell you a program afterwards. We're just putting it out there as regular people. Another facet of this, at another feel-good level is, of those 22, so we want to sell 2,000 tickets. And we're going to give away 250 kids to 250 tickets to high school and college kids who would otherwise not have the ability to be in that arena in front of those level of people who have an interest in real estate to see if we could spark something in their mind. And the goal of this is this. This is what I tell people. This is a ripple effect. We are going to basically light a bomb at COD Pace. A bomb is going to go off of education at the Tilla Center on May 17th. And what happens is we're going to share all our knowledge and all our gifts and all our information. And we hope that you go out and use that and implement it. And as you implement it, you share that with other people. You reach back, you give them your hand, and you pull them up the mountain. So this can essentially send a shockwave through Long Island that'll elevate the economic system. Because nothing, $15,000 a year in taxes isn't a big deal if you're making a half a million bucks a year or $300,000 a year. If you have the tools to do it and the drive to get yourself out of your current situation, you can live on Long Island and, and enjoy all the benefits of it. Just because it's one of the most expensive places in the country to live, cost of living, taxes, all the other good things that come along with it, doesn't mean it's not necessarily one of the most profitable places to spend your life as well. There is so much money and opportunity out in the world in every aspect of life right now. It is just screaming, punching you in the face. And that's the thing. It's are you willing to change your life? What are you willing to give up or do for that? Um, but again, you don't have the right to complain ever if you don't show up. Complaining is a cancer. And what we're looking to do with this event is cure cancer. So no complaining allowed. So this event in one day will do the following. It will educate 2,250 people. It will open the eyes to um, all generations, including high school and college kids. It will raise a million dollars and shatter every record that Leukemia Lymphoma Society has for the Man and Woman of the Year competition for money raised. And it will be the largest real estate investment seminar event in Long Island's history. And it will bring us all together closer. You have no idea who you're going to meet in that room. That's right. I was going to say, you know, when you go to events, what happens on the stage or behind closed doors in those meeting rooms has the ability to be life-changing, like you said. And if you're willing to absorb it, you can come out with so much information. But the other opportunity that will present itself, and, and I will lead the charge whenever possible, whenever there's two minutes to breathe and you're standing in that hallway, LobbyCon is the best part of any event I've ever been to. And by LobbyCon, I mean the conversations you have outside the room, the networks, the relationships you can build, the opportunities to, to learn from other people, and looking for the opportunities for where you can actually be a benefit to other people as well. How can you partner up? You know, yeah. I, I, I just think that there's going to be some incredible people that I know of already who have purchased their tickets. Uh, and I look forward to, to shaking hands and exchanging business cards and, and meeting other people who were there to say, these are people who are of like mind. Yeah. And when you put like-minded people together, amazing things can happen. We're going to bring it real close to home between you and I, this close, right? So the reason why I am successful is I always show up. I always take every phone call. I always take every meeting and I always give everybody respect. And when you show up and put yourself in a position to meet people, it's life-changing. Mm -hmm. Once upon a time, less than a year ago, although it feels like it's a hundred years ago, I got an invite to come over to Cliffco and meet you, yep. right? You have literally, not dramatic, although I do have a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> I think we both do. You have changed my life because I started talking to you outside of the fact that we're close friends and, and we're on that level now and we'll do anything for each other. You said to me, you were on this social media content creating kick, like kick. And when I met you, even though I've seen all this stuff going on, when I met you, I said, oh, I got to do this. I met Matt, our visual. We've been doing this for the last nine, uh, nine months. It has completely changed my business, my life. 
other people's lives. People reach out to me like, bro, I'm flipping houses. I left my job. I went back to school. I did this because I watched your YouTube video. It's nuts. I I appreciate it. And and, and I, I take great responsibility, not responsibility. I take great pride in the fact that you look at this and say, it's my fault, but I was just a spark for you, you know? And I think that's what we have to look at is be, be the spark for someone else. You fanned that flame. You built it. You took an idea and you ran with it. And the fact that maybe I inspired it for a moment, I will take great pleasure in that for the rest of my life because I watch what you do and the tables have turned in many ways. I look at what you do on a daily basis and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta continue to raise my game some days just to keep up with you. Uh, and I think that's the beauty of social media and the state of the internet and the state of the world. You know, so many people, I, I, I recorded a, a, quick 45 second video with Corey earlier today questioning why the hell are you on Instagram in the first place? I want to know what people are doing. And if you're a voyeur, God bless you. People keeping Tom away, knock yourself out. <laughs> but if you're, if you're not, what are you looking to get out of it? Because as someone who aspires to run uh, uh, an industry changing media company, I want to know what's important to people. And I, I, so let's wrap up the talk about the actual event and let's move on to some of the other things, because this is still a business show. Okay. Uh, the way that I see it. And what we talked about briefly this morning uh, before you came on with us and what we've been texting about nonstop for the last couple of days, let's talk about some business journey and opportunities. As a result of putting on this event, you've become, a, you, you've bought into the digital media agency world. How are we promoting things? And man, have things blown up in your face quickly and we've adjusted quickly. Let's talk about some of the challenges that we've had with, with, um, you know, we've got some great marketers in the group who understand how the Facebook ad platform works. Yep. Uh, some who have learned very quickly that some of what they knew was right and some was, some was wrong and we're all learning on the fly. Yep. Let's talk about the business of putting an event together. Let's talk about what's blown up in your face so far. Let me tell you, whatever you think, when you sign on for something like this, whatever you think, like I love to, everything I want to do, I want to do big, right? I want the rush. I want the action for me. It's about the process. Whatever you think it's going to take to put on an event, you have no idea. It is, especially 2,250 people is an insane amount of people. We're trying to do something that has never been done before. So the team has been unbelievable. In particular, the marketing team is exceptional. You, Corey, Matt R. Visual, J.B. Balvadin. Val Stoyna from Udar. Look at the work that 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 uh, Amanda Bajorquez has done with ah, the visuals and the graphics. I mean, she's exactly absolutely incredible. Yeah. And still, we're all like, we're all trying to figure it out. So we've had challenges with Facebook ads and things like that. And we're just the key to doing anything. You just don't stop. You break it. You learn. You move on. Just don't stop. And these people love me. I love them. And collectively, we're all doing this for a greater cause. So it's just, it's, it's been fun. It's an awesome, awesome, awesome experience. And we're all not going to stop until it happens. And to stand there on stage in front of 2,200 people to be able to share our gifts and raise a ton of money and just hopefully make Long Island a little bit better place. I'm, I'm willing to give up pretty much anything for that. And I, I look at the whiteboard behind us. We were talking about, let's, let's discuss the social media world, but the word leverage shows up in the words opportunity and leverage show up in the overwhelming majority of my conversations, because I think the two are the greatest words in the dictionary. Um, we've taken the opportunity to get in front of people mm -hmm. and already like we look at it between the networks of the 20 people in that room who are planning all of this. We've all got a network of at least 200, 250 people do the math. We should be able to fill that room without, with the blink of an eye. Easy. But at the same time, there's challenges and we want to get the word out, not just to serve ourselves and those who are closest with us, but we want to expose the market to these opportunities that they have for themselves. How are we, let's, let's talk in detail. How are we leveraging what we're doing? Facebook, social, Instagram, LinkedIn, I think is a place that we need to dive into with, with these things. I've been hitting it. Uh, yeah, I know. I know a very small handful have, uh, and it's a world I've talked about and I'm becoming a hypocrite because I've been telling more and more people I need to do it. And I still haven't though the plan's coming together. There's certain things that I, I'd like to overplan. Um, in order to run a business, which the business of this event, how are you going about doing it? Let's, let's talk a little bit about the details because you're not the marketer. Val's yeah. the one who's kind of taking the lead on, on the, the paid ad strategy. Yep. 
I want to un- I want to hear your perspective on it so that we can take it to the next level and teach people the basis of it so that we can build up from the social media aspect or just yeah. from the organization of running the of putting the event together and the team as a whole. Uh, wherever they cross paths, let's touch on it. So essentially to do an event or to build a business, you need a plan. So I put together a comprehensive business plan and I put together the right people. So it's all about getting the right people and putting them in the right seats, right? By, by doing the right thing by people, you amass a network of excellent people that will do anything for you that are great in their respective fields. So we have 20 people and we divided them up. 10 are dedicated to marketing. Val from Udar is handling all the digital paid stuff. Uh, JB is organizing the event and helping with content creation. And he comes up with these Bad Crazy ideas. ideas. <laughs> Yesterday he's like, bro, you might have to jump out of a plane. I'm like, dude, I get, if you push me in a wagon, <laughs> I'll throw up. You're going to throw me out of a plane, right? We have you, Corey, creating unbelievable content. We have Matt, our visual, creating unbelievable content. And we're just, everybody's just pushing like a freight train to do whatever they can as well as they can do it. And it just, just, it works. I don't know what's going on out there right now, but for the buzz that I'm getting, I don't think there's anybody in Long Island that's in the real estate space and soon to be out of the real estate space that doesn't know that we're doing this event. And and that's come as as a result of hand-to-hand combat, as I like to call it, getting face-to-face and, and kissing babies and shaking hands. But it's also come as a result of some very strategic marketing that's yes. been done by Val and company behind yes. the scenes. And, um, you know, leveraging the ability now people people look at Facebook and it's got such a bad rap because ah it's it, it did this and the Russians and politics and all the other things. Facebook is one of the greatest tools yeah. available yes. in the history of business. I mean, we've spent so the uh, the video that you and Corey uh, shot and produced, we dropped that on Monday, and um, we put um, I think we put I think we've spent like three hundred dollars boosting it on Facebook at, on Facebook. It's got like 20,000 views. I'm, I don't want to cut you off, but boosting is a dangerous word in me, in, in my world. Oh, the, sorry. the boost is the cheap and easy way out. I'm oh, sorry. You, we ran very strategic ads that boosted the amount of views. Yes. Don't click that boost button, people. It's a waste of money. Oh, okay. I will talk about it at a later date. I don't know anything and I will about this stuff. Depth, that's, just the, that's just the word I'm using. That, it, it's, it's one of my pet peeves because <laughs> I know so many people who have wasted so much money saying, hey, all I got to do is hit this button, boost the post. Okay. And they get, you know, 200 likes and yay. Well, you know, that 200 likes cost you 20 bucks. It wasn't expensive, but what the hell are you getting out of it? Yeah. You got to have a plan behind it. So yes. we, we boosted the amount of views on the video by running very strategic, well-targeted ads Better to said. speak to people who are, who will get value out of this event. And here's the proof in the pudding of that. So 20,000 people have seen it. 48% of those people have watched the entire video. That's where I wanted you to go with this. Entire that video is front mind back. blowing. That is mind. Blowing. That's a marketer's. If 48 people watch the whole thing, 48% of an audience that big yep. is absolutely mind blowing, but it just goes to show that if you do things right, the results can absolutely shatter everybody's expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, and it's a pretty damn engaging video. And I, and it's I don't amazing. say this from pretty, when, when you guys scripted it out, I was chuckling the whole time and I, because I love it. You know, I'm like in my head, I'm storyboarding the whole thing. So like when I, when I refer to storyboarding, it's almost like me writing an old school, you know, Charlie, uh, Charlie Brown peanuts cartoon. Yeah. It's one box at a time telling a stage of the story and moving on to it. And then I, I get involved with Corey, who's, who's the technical one who puts this stuff together and brings the art to life. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm watching this happen. I'm saying, man, this, this, this shit is just fun. Yeah, man. And, to see you walk up and, and we're going to link up and I'm going to start reposting this more and more often myself because I do take pride in it, but I just find the entertainment value of this video to be great. So awesome. The way that you guys came up with the ideas of send me a, send me a voice memo saying this and how they edited that up to make it sound different. And then you walking up the planet, I, I will take this to my grave watching you flip the coattails yeah. out from the back. Absolutely. <laughs> and the way you pointed that woman, I'm like, and, and then you cut. And then what do you got? You got Charles sitting in, in, in his, in his, we go from the Ferrari his, uh, to the Honda off, off of a private plane yes. into a, into a Ferrari on the runway at a private air, airport with the smoking hot girl who gets in the, he doesn't even, he's not even gentleman enough to go around and open the door for him. He's just such that kind of badass Cause that's what so many people think yep. this industry is. And you couldn't be any further from that. And to see yeah. you sleeping in your, 
in your, your big bomber jacket and your hat on and your tongue hanging out of your mouth, sleeping in the Honda Civic. I absolutely love it. <laughs> it it's, it's been fun. And that, and I think that's, you know, to go to my, my video early today, I think that's why so many people come to these platforms to watch things is to be entertained. Yeah. And man, the, you brought value. You told a story, you completely spun it, woke people up. You had that shock and awe value in it. And then you educated. And that's what, that's what it's all about. You did a great job with it. And the coolest part of that was the process of yeah. a dozen creative people coming together collectively to put something like that together. The strength in numbers, my man. Man, it was just, we were riffing off each other. It was just. Yeah. And I, and I look forward to doing more and more of these things because I think we have so many chances to, to make more noise. Um, and you know, I, I want to get certain people on a team together to do kind of single one-off things just to promote the hell out of it because it's, it's good for us to build an audience. So we have more opportunities to make a difference in other people's lives. Doubt. So I, I, you know, we covered so much stuff, Corey, chime in. Am I missing anything? Where do you want me to go? Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> listen, the hour the hourglass has flipped twice, which yep. means we've been here close to an hour. Yep. Um, and I know you've got a few things on your plate that you probably have to go take care of. So, dude, again, it's li real estate revolution dot com. Yep, li real estate revolution dot com. You can check out that amazing video that we were just discussing. Give your information; it'll take you to Give Smart. Put your information in, credit card information. Um, reserve your seat. You will get charged um, in April, after April 2nd, yep. April 3rd. That's when you'll get charged. So don't be alarmed if you don't see a, a receipt pop out. And um, come down, join us, and make history. Yeah, we've got, we've got an Instagram page. Is, it's, is it the same thing? Yeah, we're, we have um, an IG page. We have a Facebook page. We're pumping out content like, uh, like Gary V over yeah. here. So it, the, the real simple thing, go to the website because we'd love to pixel you. And if you don't know what a pixel is, come back for a future for future episode. Uh, but uh, we, we would love to to kind of be able to connect with you on a regular basis to show you more and more of what we're looking to do, what Charles is going to put together, uh, and how this pans out. And we're going to talk about the stories of of leukemia, lymphoma uh, uh, sufferers, victims. We're going to tell some of those stories. We're going to share the boy, the boy and the girl of the year, who are both cancer survivors, and and. We're going to tug at your heartstrings because we want to tug at your wallet. And I'm not going to be afraid to ask. We want to raise an insane amount of money to, uh, to see what we can do to eradicate a disease that in our lifetime we should be able to see go away. Uh, the technology is there. The money needs to be there to help create more and more technology and give it to more and more brilliant people who can solve these problems. Dude, you are, uh, and I say it to you every time we talk, and it's not about feeding your ego because you don't need anybody to do that, but you're a friggin' rock star. I love you, man. And, and I can't wait to see what the results are like because I see how this is going this year, how well it worked last year in my work with Lauren and her Woman of the Year campaign. I've already committed to Beth Lowe and her 2021 campaign. <laughs> so this is making a difference because it's creating a full-time job for me on top of everything else. And it's part of who I am and what I do. And I think this can have that ability to do it to other people. I know yeah. you're never going to fall off the map. You're going to be involved in this stuff as long as humanly possible. And there's the difference. You know, we want to create, we want to raise a ton of money. We want to create an insane amount of awareness uh, and, and no amount is too small. So like I've said, I've got a goal of getting a hundred different donations from people that aren't just 10,000, $20,000. If you donate a dollar, it's at least showing us that you're making awareness of it and that can change somebody else's life. Dude, as always, thanks so much for coming in. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the one and only Captain Permit, handsome home buyer, Charles Weinraub.